Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. One million six hundred ninety-three thousand nine hundred and forty-six dollars. Everybody, give yourselves a round of applause. When I start clapping, intern Jake, you clap as well, my friend. Get get in there. Good job, WSB Radio listeners. The 19th annual Carathon is in the books, and you heard Smiling Mark McKay deliver the breaking news moments ago. One point six milli milli. But you know what? I pulled some strings. And if you still want to donate, you still can at WSBRadio.com. What a great 37 hours of broadcasting. Kudos to Scott Slade, Eric Von Hessler, and Dr. Clark Howard, who brought it home. I'm very proud. I've been at WSB Radio. Let's see. It'll be 22 years next month. So I've been here for every single one of the WSB Carathons. And every year, it, there's a lot of hair pulling. Like, how are we going to do this year? I mean, it's summer vacation. Our kids, uh, you know, the... Families are out of town. The economy's down. What are we going to and, and every year, the WSB radio listeners come through. So thank you to all that donated. If you're just getting your card and you missed out, don't worry. We can still tack on those totals. I believe there's still some people up there in the call center, too. 888-272, the rest of that number. Jake, do you still have it on your phone? Do you still have it saved from I yesterday? Do, I do still have it on All right, uh, WSBradio.com or 1-888-750-2772. That's the number. I mentioned Smiling Mark McKay. Let's go back live to the call center. Uh, Smiling, you delivered the great news on the air. Again, $1.69 million. What was the mood up in the call center when we hit that number, buddy? Well, let me tell you, we were hoping to get some uh, marks. Well, first of all, getting a lot of thanks to the call center volunteers. We were hoping to get a big whoop and holler here when I had that number, but everybody, nearly every Everyone up here, they were on the phone taking donations. So I have good news. I have even better news. Uh oh. After I announced that total just before six o'clock in the six o'clock news, I was told, and now we can actually get a big roar, that we went up over 1.7. Wow. That late push, Mark, that late push put us over 1.7. So the total I gave you before 6 o'clock changed in the minutes after the top of the hour. Do, do we have an official total or we got to wait Still for Still working on that. I was just told just before I came on with you that we topped 1.7 in the closing minutes of the Carathon. And then since between then and now, we're over 1.7. We'll get an exact total once things break out over the next few uh, days, I'm sure. Once, once Sanjay gets through with the numbers as the official accountant of the Mark Aram Show, he's going to get in there. But over $1.7 million. That's fantastic. By the way, that that roar you heard in the background, Longoria, that's anytime Smiling walks into a room. People, the colonnade uh, last night, I guess he went to the colonnade for yes, dinner. I did. That That's the roar he gets when he walks in. He is that beloved. Uh, so how did you smile? And so this is kind of, uh, sorry, uh, this is kind of a big deal to be the person that announces the total at the end. How did you get the honor this year, my friend? I was asked and uh, I, I accepted. In fact, this, uh, this honor has come to me the past few years. Uh, I've just uh, been so happy to be a part of this radio station, what we call in our industry a heritage radio station, but one that does so much for the community. But then the community in turn comes back and gives, gives us the Carathon, gives us Clark's Christmas Kids, the Toys for Tots. There's so much giving in this community that every time we ask, our listeners are there. I'm just honored to be part of it. Smile it. I, I mentioned folks can still give online at WSBRadio.com. Are there still folks answering phones if, if someone's just getting in their car right now? I'm seeing at least a handful of people that are still on phones taking donations now at 888-750-2772. If a phone rings here, somebody will pick it up, and uh, they'll certainly take your uh, generous donation. If, uh, I'm, I, if you don't mind, if you can come back down to the, to the studio when you wrap things up there. Um, two things I need from you, Smiling, if that's okay. Okay. Grab, uh, grab Maya one of those bunt cakes. I think there's still some bunt cakes left over I'll there. I'll do it. And and see if there are any um, Mark Aram listener lunch tickets left. Okay. 
So maybe I can start uh, continue to sell those in the next hour. Uh, but Mark McKay with the breaking news there. Can we get the Mark Aram Show breaking news sounder longer? I think this is worth it. No longer is it 1.69 million. We're up over. Where is $1.7 million. Great late push by the WSB radio listeners. All right, Smiling, come on down. I need a bunt cake, my friend. You got it. All right, there you go. Smiling Mark McKay. Did you have one of those bunt cakes? I have not. And they have the everything, everything but bunt or yeah, they're something. Really That's good. what everything but everything cake. Everything but bunt. Oh my yeah. God, those things are crazy good. There's a they bunch are. of them up there. Do you want one longer? Sure. Cascajones. <laughs> yeah, Cascajones. Right. Good job, by the way. Um, and that matching hour. So I always wait till the last hour there to do my donations. So I went up to the call center. It was jam packed, and people, Yamamoto and his girlfriend, were answering phones. Like I might have to remove that millennial slack label. Like he came in and yeah, Chuck's. Like, it was probably more her than. Yeah, him, you're right. But, you you're know. right. Uh, but it was it was jammed. It was such a great vibe, and we did it again. You did it again, folks. And not me. You did it again. One point seven million dollars. The nineteenth annual WSB Radio Carathon. So there it is. The total, folks, uh, up over one point seven million dollars. Deb Green, you've uh, how long have you been here at the at this radio group? Uh, five years now. It's kind of amazing, you know uh, what this station can do and 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 there's a lot of stations around town that do some great charitable causes and raise a lot of money for a lot of great charities but if you look nationwide there's no other radio station that does what WSB radio and their listeners do at the Carathon and raises that kind of money. There are radio stations that don't make $1.7 million a year. <laughs> I think I've worked at some exactly. of them. Exactly. <laughs> and and I, I, it's just, it blows me away. Like I'll meet people at radio conferences and as soon as I say WSB radio, they're like, oh my goodness. And a lot of that is is the the effort that this station does. And it's not me. I don't do any of the heavy lifting. I'll get behind the mic. But people that organize this and set it up and Scott Slade having the idea to, to do this 19 years ago, uh, it, it's unheard of in in the radio industry for a 37-hour period to raise $1.7 million. That's It's not heard of. If you raise $50,000 at a, at a station for a cause, that's amazing. 1.7, and this is every year, Longoria, every oh. single year. It, it blows my mind. I'm, I'm so blessed to work at this station and live in this town. You listeners, I, I don't know, man. Every time we, we ask you, you ring the bell. Whether it's, you know, to provide money for the Carathon, or as Mark mentioned, Clark's Christmas Kids, or if, you know, sometimes we'll jump on a fundraiser uh, raising money for the family the of a, a slain uh, officer. Uh, water, water trucks. trucks. We've got stuff the bus tomorrow. What? What? What is water truck? Oh, for hurricane well, relief. Yeah, for the hurricane relief. <laughs> Jeez Louise, man! I'm not just making stuff up. He looked at me I like, like I was like, I was like, why are we raising to... money for water trucks? No, that's what I'm saying. No, well, we send water, water to right, right. Yes. hurricane yes. relief. Yes, people okay. jumping in and yeah, all right. No, that was like so I didn't mean to do really. water yeah. truck. Uh, no, I, exactly. Yeah, like when we we fill just uh, trucks and trucks of bottled water to send to to hurricane relief and. And, oh yeah, I mean it's uh, it's unbelievable. I, I I am blown away every year, every month, every day by the generosity of the WSB radio listeners. So if you're just joining us, uh, the new total is up over 1.7 million dollars, and that number will continue to grow as they they do all the paperwork. They got to double check Longoria's Discover card to make sure it was <laughs> legit. Right. They got to yeah. run it through three times. They do, and uh, so we'll continue to update the total. But it's not too late to donate if you want to donate still. Smiling mentioned there are still folks up there in the call center. What number do they have to dial to donate intern Jake? <laughs> that ready. number that number would be 888-2750-2772. One more time, Jake, for the for the cheap seats. 888-750-2772. That's it. Or online at wsbradio.com. We might when I last checked, so I'm up there at like 5:30. There were still a couple of pairs left to the Mark Aram Show listener lunch. So when Smiling comes back with my bun cake, I'll find out if there's any more. You guys, in case you missed it yesterday, uh, a couple of uh, seats still left for the Mark Aram Show listener lunch. Great job, folks. Over $1.7 million for the 19th annual WSB Radio Carathon. Uh, if, if you want to talk about the Carathon, what this means to you, I would love to thank listeners individually that have donated. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. we got a fun show tonight. we got comedian Phoebe Robinson. we got uh, Jay from Jay and Silent Bob. He's going to join us. Funny dude. Crazy dude. 
and uh, of course, Brittany from Access Atlanta. But I want to hear about your thoughts on this amazing Carathon. $1.7 million, folks. You did it. Your thoughts when we come back. 404-872-0750. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show. 625, 90 degrees on Peachtree Street. 6.5 on the Mark Aram Show back sweat meter. But it doesn't matter how much I'm sweating. I'm very happy because the 19th uh, annual WSB Carathon is in the books. And you folks have raised $1.7 million and still counting for the Aflac Cancer and Blood Centers Disorder at Children's Healthcare of Atlanta. Joining us live in studio from the sales department, Sarah Rethinger, who Sarah is in charge of making sure all the employees, all the WSB radio employees get their donations into her, and then she does it in the matching hour, so we get double. Sarah, thank you for doing that, by the way. You're welcome. And you were up there with Piper and Gray, your your two adorable children, yep. in the call center, and they were running around putting smiles on everyone's faces. They were. This is the second year they've uh, volunteered to help uh, collect all the donation slips. And it was good. Uh, Piper, do you want to talk on the radio? Yes. Put, put your mouth right next to that thing. Did you have fun up there, Piper? Yes. Yeah. Did you uh, did you collect a lot of money for the the kids? Yes. Yes. Did you have any food? Yes. What did you eat up there? <laughs> um, candy, cookies, pretzels, <laughs> and cookies. Chips. Oh, mom's... and pretzels and chips. Oh, you're never going to sleep tonight. That's fantastic. Uh, <laughs> Sarah, how important is it for you to have uh, your kids see the the giving nature of of WSB radio listeners? Uh, it's super important. I mean, I'm very lucky and blessed at you know at this point to have two healthy children, yeah. and I want them to see that you know what it is important to volunteer to help out to raise money. Um, Piper's actually going to be setting up a lemonade stand this weekend and going to be donating some of the money from the lemonade stand uh, awesome. to the Carathon. So yeah, it's important to uh, start learning young about helping out others real quick what was the atmosphere in that last hour because it's a frantic hour yeah Yeah, it's super fun i mean everybody's so excited you've got families in there you've got volunteers from the hospital just people and everybody's just excited and trying to grab the phone and having competition about um who can get the most money raised and uh um yeah it's just fun everybody's super excited and, and i'm fired up well thank you for for spearheading the effort so sarah sends out an email I'm sure Longoria and Chuck are going to say they didn't get it, but if uh, if you want to make a donation, she'll she'll collect them in that last hour, so it gets the matching funds. You can hit the bell, Greg. Go ahead, just hit it like boom. There you go. That's the bell for all the WSB radio listeners. Uh, Sarah, thank you for all you do. Thanks for organizing the donations. You enjoy uh, your weekend. You deserve some rest. And uh, you guys want some more candy before you leave? Yeah. No. Yeah. No more candy. You want some pixie sticks? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You want a little bunny rabbit to take home? <laughs> yes. All right, Sarah, thank you so much. Thank All you, right, Mark. when we come back, we'll uh, finish up with Carathon. Got some fun stuff to talk about as well. 404 872 750 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Bang that bell, kid. Hi, this is Lewis Gusset Jr. This is The Mark Aram Show. And if you have any common sense, you should listen to The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show. 639, 21 in front of 7 o'clock. The 19th annual Carathon is in the books. Uh, $1.7 million and counting raised by the generous WSB radio listeners. You can still donate. If you're just getting in the car, you're late getting out of work, you can still go to WSBradio.com or call one 888 Seven five zero two seven seven two. I don't trust Jake anymore. One triple eight seven five zero two seven seven two. I was told by Smiling Mark McKay that there are two pair of tickets left for the Mark Aram Show listener lunch. Just two. So we sold seventy three pair. If you want to those last two pairs of tickets, donate two hundred nineteen dollars to the uh, WSB Carathon, and then on October twenty sixth. You can come to the station and meet me, Longoria, Deb Green, Low T. We're going to fly intern Jake back in from Michigan, Johnny Kilbasa, little Sanjay. There's only two pair left. So if you want them, get them now. WSBradio.com or 888-750-2772. While you're in the giving mood, uh, Channel 2 is going to start stuffing the bus tomorrow, Longoria. Back to school is here already. It's unbelievable. I want to talk to Longoria while he's eating. It's fantastic. What are you eating, by the way? Peanut that, butter crackers. Oh, those are so gross. What do you mean they're gross? That is the worst cracker in the world. Really? Pe- cheese and peanut butter? Yeah, those. Who decided that's I, a yeah. Who really? decided that's a combination? You don't like that? No. no. I, I literally even just thinking about you eating those, I'm gagging. Yeah. That's what I give my daughter for her snacks. You're a I'm calling defects on you. That's you're a horrible <laughs> parent. Name another place anywhere in the world. Real peanut butter. Where you mix cheese and peanut butter. 
Is there anything else? Mm-mm. No, of course. Oh, Do you go gross. home and, and slice off a piece of Gouda and then put some uh, Jif on it? No, it's just what an awful combination. Tastes good. How is that even a thing? Yeah, that's disgusting. Back me up, Deb Green. Yeah, I wouldn't eat that. And I love cheese and I love peanut butter. I, I would, I no matter how, and you know I get hungry. Yeah. I would not. I would think you would like those. Just smelling those makes me. Really? thinking about, those are the worst, worst snack in the world. Really? Nothing worse than that. Wow. We have bunt cakes falling out of the skies. No, and that's, you're eating, for, that's for tonight. And that's, you're eating, that's my you're eating cheese and peanut butter crackers. Yeah, it's a snack. Ugh. I don't have dinner yet. You didn't buy me anything. There was some food out there. Yeah, there's bagels and stuff. Bagels? Bananas. You know me and bagels. Bagels are boring. I don't oh, want bagels. That's right. I'm I don't believe in bagels. Do me a favor. Don't what? give your kids. Your, your adorable kids deserve better than cheese and peanut butter crackers. <laughs> Why not? They're Th- good. They're not good. Just because you don't like them doesn't mean they don't like them. No, Deb doesn't like them. Chuck doesn't well, like them. Jake doesn't, doesn't like, like any. Deb doesn't like anything. Those exact crackers might be my favorite snack. Oh, there you go. I love those. Boom. Because the cheese is in like the cracker, and then you, do you got the peanut butter. Do you eat them on a plate? <laughs> no, I do not eat them on a While plate. Sitting I eat them out of the wrapper. While sitting down in the break room, I just don't like. If if you think about it, in the food world, there's there's never a combination of cheese and peanut butter anywhere else in the food no. world. Some stone person at whatever company makes them, um, and that that company makes good crackers. They've got regular, you know. Cheese and crackers. Oh, it's Lance. And a spicy Lance. cheese and crackers. Yeah, like they have good products. Sandwich That crackers. one is freaking garbage. Toast yeah, cheese. Toast cheese. The, I don't understand how that's really? a thing still. Are they the dyed orange crackers? Yeah. Yeah, all those, yeah, those old yeah, disgusting. Just disgusting. Yes, Dad Green. I was at a like sports bar type place, mm-hmm. and you know how they'll have additional toppings for an extra price? Uh, one of the toppings was peanut butter for like a hamburger. I've never seen anybody put peanut butter yeah. on a hamburger. No, pe- that's I, what it reminds people me People are jacking with burgers too much now. do that. That, yeah, the, that's it's, weird. It's the They're Elvis weird. burglar. Yeah, is that Bur- what it is? Burglar. 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 <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So, this is how ba- this is how bad those crackers are. I've heard this through the grapevine. I don't mm-hmm. know this firsthand, mm-hmm. but back when I first moved to Atlanta, uh, there's a shoe show establishment called the Pink Pony. I don't know if you're familiar with it. Uh, I'm very familiar. But with it. it was called the Pink Pony Museum. Okay. For whatever reason. At the time, was there a museum part in the? No, okay. I mean, I don't know. I never went, but uh, (laughs) that's how they get around whatever liquor law it was to stay open late. It was a museum, and when you ordered a drink, like say Chuck, you ordered a Coors Light or whatever, sure, they would give you a Coors Light and two packages of those awful cheese crackers. So you were buying the cheese crackers, and they were giving you uh, the drink was free. Yeah, so they had boxes of those disgusting crack. I mean, allegedly, I don't. <laughs> well, that's know. where I got all these for my daughter. Uh, I mean, at the, just at the them pony. To me. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that's that makes sense. So when 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 people again people not me would go to the pony and they'd have boxes of this right. the toast cheese crackers, mm-hmm. and you'd buy your beer, and they'd give you two packages of these. They're, those are they they bought those for a reason. Because they know they're so bad that no one would eat them, <laughs> so they wouldn't have to buy new crackers. So they were probably recycling the oh, same so crackers. Oh, so people were just, just giving them back to them? Yeah, or just left them laying around. No one would eat them. Because, if, I mean, if you're getting a lap dance, you, your breath, you don't want your breath to smell like right. cheese. And I think that would be the ba- the worst thing to do. Like, how disgusting does your mouth feel right now with cheese and peanut butter Well, I'm it? drinking water. It's not like I just ate those by themselves. Uh. <laughs> You're disappointed. Pick a, you? you pick a lane. You have a cheese cracker or have a peanut butter cracker. Okay. Mixing the two makes... Zero sense to me. What if you your daughter wakes up tomorrow morning okay. and you say, oh, sweetie, what do you want for breakfast? And she's like, I want toast with cheese and peanut butter on it. Would you make it for her? Sure. You would not. I would, too. You're not a bad dad. That was a bad father I make her waffles make with peanut butter and honey every day. That's, That's okay. That's fine. You're not putting Parmesan on it, right? Well, if she wanted Parmesan, I would putting, put Parmesan put on it. Slice of Velveeta, Velveeta, Velveeta on it. Well, again, if what they if wanted she says, to. I know, I know kids love mac and cheese, yes, right? right? What if she says, Dad, just throw in a scoop of peanut butter in my Velveeta mac and cheese. Sweet. Let's do it. Oh. See, but I'll do whatever my daughter's asked. Think about that, Longoria. Big bowl of mm-hmm. mac and cheese, okay. and then you just take an ice cream scoop and put peanut butter in it. Isn't that disgusting? No. How is that? Now you're just lying. Maybe you should try that tonight. Well, no, okay. Now you're just uh, lying. You want me to try take it tonight photos. and I'll yes. take a picture? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That, even if you like Facebook those crackers, you got to admit, a bowl of mac and cheese with peanut butter in it is just gross to even well, think about it. I don't know. I've never tried it. Uh, it might taste exactly like the cracker. You're so frustrating. All right. <laughs> let's, let's, let's go. I, I, let's I, go. I'm literally gagging on the air. Well, anyway, uh, $1.7 million raised for the 19th annual Carathon. Um, 
thank you to all that donated, and thank you to all that didn't eat those peanut butter and cheese crackers while I was on the air. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. By the way, you can still donate to the Carathon online at wsbradio.com or call one 750 Welcome back to the show, 654, 90 degrees on Peachtree Street, Longoria. was just written out of my will because of it. You were going to get everything, too, Longoria. You were going to get really? the house, everything? the cars. Wow. Yeah, the stocks, the bonds. Mm. Baseball uh, cards. Yeah, everything. You were getting nice. everything, and now you're getting absolutely nothing. Jeff joins us in Norcross. Jeff, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. What's up, buddy? Mark, you ever tried the Ritz crackers with the cheese and the peanut butter? I've tried them with the cheese. I'm not a big peanut butter guy, but oh, just, that's what it is. Okay, but just peanut butter and cracker—that's fine. That's acceptable. The Ritz, the Ritz bits with the cheese, those are delightful. Those are fantastic. <laughs> I love them. I just don't okay. understand the cheese peanut butter mix. If you listen, Longoria, if you had regular peanut butter crackers, God bless your heart. That's fine. Just I just don't see the appeal of mixing those two. It's like lamb and uh, tuna fish. Yeah. Perhaps you prefer spaghetti into meatballs? I don't know. Uh, Wolf's in Noonan. Wolf, welcome to the show. How are you doing, bud? Well, I, I, I'm not used to talking to you at night. I'm used to talking to you in the morning. Well, I'm actually on my way home from work. Good job, buddy. What's going on? And and no traffic wrecks. My man. But I got two things. Number one, I'm giving you a new name. Okay. Uh, Magic Man. Mark Aram, because you make roadblocks disappear. That's what I do. I, I make. I don't. Know, I don't know how I do that, but I do it. I, 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 you you wave a wand <laughs> and you give me a detour. And I'm like perfect. I almost got in a wreck this morning on the way to work. Really? Yeah. Oh, so, so, I'm, so I'm pulling up. I, 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 on De- go ahead. I'm pulling up on Deering, approaching Peachtree near the station, and in the left lane, an Atlanta police van. Had someone pulled over, which was kind of weird. You, you know those like prisoner transport vans. Oh yeah, yeah. They had someone yeah. pulled over, but he didn't have his lights on, and it was dark, and I didn't, oh. I didn't see him. It was like in the left lane. It was three in the morning, I, and I was like, whoa! I like slammed on my brakes. It was crazy. That's it. I, Not a big story. I think we we talked once or twice since, but I think the last time we really talked was when uh, Bees Cracklin burnt down. Oh yeah, there are they rebuilding yeah. that? Uh, no, 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 I. I don't know what's going on in there, but I want to say this. Okay. You, you hear something about like putting peanut butter and macaroni and cheese and all that kind of stuff. I I had this lady at work that I love to death, but she is she creates the most sacrilegious thing I've ever seen. Real quick, Wolf, what is it? We buy uh, Krispy Kreme glazed donuts, and she puts mustard on them. What? No, look, yes. Longoria's like, oh, that sounds good. Is it spicy brown mustard or is it? That's it's disgusting. Plain old French's mustard on, and she says it's the greatest thing. Oh, since disgusting. Bread. Wolfie, don't but be I, friends I, with I, that person anymore. Don't be friends with that person <laughs> anymore. I don't understand. I love Krispy Kreme donuts, obviously. I don't understand the whole put a burger in, in a donut thing. I don't get that either. It's not as gross We've as the well, you don't like your, you don't like sweet on your meat. That's why I do not like sweet on my meat. But that's just like they're fine alone. You've just run out of ideas. Yeah, a burger's great. You don't need a donut's great. Don't combine the two. Peanut butter's fine. Cheese is great. Don't combine the two, Longoria. <laughs> I'll teach you. I'll teach you by the end of uh, our career. I'm glad we wasted a whole hour on this. It wasn't a whole hour. Well, it was most minutes. of an hour. Um, continue to uh, donate uh, to the WSB Carathon, wsbradio.com, or one triple eight two seven no one triple eight seven five zero two seven seven two. I pulled the Jake. Coming up uh, next, Phoebe Robinson, amazing comedian, will join us. Then uh, Jason Muse from Jay and Silent Bob, and intern Jake's going to do sports. Hang tight. We'll be right back. This is the Mark Aram Show. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. I stand alone. I stand alone. Welcome back. Friday edition of The Mark Aram Show, post WSB Carathon edition of the Mark Aram Show. And let me just say, WSB radio listeners, 
I never doubt you. You come through every year, and this year especially, you absolutely crushed it. We've raised somewhere north of $20 million now doing the Carathon, and uh, you guys always impress me. When the economy's bad, you come in. When the economy's strong, you do fine. I, I just I should, ne- I should learn never to doubt <laughs> WSB Radio's amazing listeners. That being said, I am wiped out. This is a horrible, uh, no, it's not a horrible week, but it was a stressful week because <laughs> you never know what we're going to raise. And then tomorrow I got to do Stuff the Bus for Channel 2. So Saturday night, I want to relax. I want to have a cocktail. I want to have a tuna melt. And I want to laugh. So what am I going to do? I'm going to head to the Punchline Comedy Club in Buckhead and see my next guest, Phoebe Robinson. Miss Phoebe, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you? I'm good, Mark. How are you? No pressure, but you need to entertain me tomorrow because <laughs> I'm going to be drinking white Russians and, yes. and eating are you a doing, tuna melt. Are you coming to the early show, the 6 o'clock show? Yeah. Yes. Probably, probably because I won't be <laughs> awake at 11. Yeah. Uh, but you're at the Punchline stage yes. tonight and tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Tickets available online at punchline.com. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, you know, you're so young and and funny. Your career, you know, I, lo- I was looking over your resume. I'm like, oh, Phoebe's got to be in her mid-50s. <laughs> and you're not even close to that. You've, you've accomplished so much. I'm a workaholic. I really do love doing comedy. And um, it's been really, f- I mean, I got to do like really cool stuff like Two Dope Queens with Jessica. And, you know, I got to interview Michelle Obama. So it's just been really sort of like awesome to have these opportunities happen just because I tell jokes about um hot celebrities that i want to make out with <laughs> you've got your niche i mean yeah <laughs> but but i mean i'm i'm, I'm serious mm-hmm. now because i'm you know i interview a lot of comedians and a lot of them i'm not going to name names mm-hmm. but don't work that hard you know they mm-hmm. say all right i've got my hour or i've got my 15 minutes and i'm just going to ride this out you seem to be hustling a lot and, and getting new stuff done and new stuff out there. Yeah, I mean, I think that, like, uh, seeing how, like, big comedy can be right now, it's like you can do stand-up, you can podcast, you can interview people and do all these different things. So I kind of want, it's like a buffet, so I kind of want, like, a taste of everything. <laughs> yeah. and like, give me the broccoli, give me, you know, the things apple pie. I've never said at the buffet. <laughs> give me the broccoli. <laughs> never give, once. Give me that soggy broccoli, yes. <laughs> That's awesome. So, um... You know, I, I mentioned we just finished the WSB mm-hmm. Carathon, and I know you are, you know, as far as uh, entertainers are concerned, you're very involved in, in charitable causes. Um, what lights your fire? What, what do you do to help out? Uh, yeah, so right now I'm working with this company called Red, which was co-founded by Bono. And what's great about them is they're basically, like, trying to raise money to help lower the cost of medicine for people who are suffering with HIV and AIDS so they can mm-hmm. then afford to take the medicine. And so $1 from every ticket sold during this tour is going towards uh, to Red so they could pay for those drugs. And it's been really great, like, how I mentioned this and just people got on board and, you know, women are... I feel like I'm very girl power, you know, like everything I do in comedy, I'm always working with other women or giving a platform to other women and women are the most at risk for HIV and AIDS. So for me, it just seemed like a no brainer for me to get my voice behind this and just really sort of be like amplify like, hey, guys, you have to pay attention. This is still a crisis. And it's nice to see Bono finally starting to give back to the community. Yeah. You know, he's been, he's been resting on his laurels yeah. since Joshua Tree and he's finally decided to kick. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Have you met him? Yeah, he's oh. really great. He's really nice, and everyone at the organization is really wonderful. Like, they all have such big, open hearts. So, I'm just yeah. happy that when I was like, Hey, guys, can I work with you? They said yes. So, I got to like go to Africa, I went to Zambia, and I went to um, like an all girls after school program. I got to check out a clinic. So, it was really cool that I got to have this immersive experience and see like what the dollars on the ground are doing for people. I've got such a crush on his daughter, by the way, <laughs> Bono's daughter. Did you see her? She was in. Uh, that HBO show about the turn of the century hospital. Now I can't think of the name of the show. Oh, what uh, was it the the Nick or something? The Nick, yes. Yeah, it, no, because I heard it was gory. So I, I can't I can't do gory. I it, can't do any surgical. Yeah, sort it was, of it stuff. was kind of gory. But yeah. I was like, I, I didn't even know it was Bono's daughter. I yeah. was like, this girl is cute. Oh. <laughs> and then I I went on IMDb. I was like, no, it's yeah. Bono's daughter. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, Phoebe Robinson in studio. She's at the Punchline tonight and tomorrow, uh, doing great work with Red. If you want to get tickets to see Phoebe, it's. Uh, online at punchline.com uh i I, i'm I'm sure you've been asked this a million times because Mm -hmm. you are a a a funny female comedian but i i truly want to know this 
growing up, mm-hmm. um, who were the female influences for you? Were there female comedic influences for you? And, and who did you really admire as you were working on your craft? Yeah, so as a kid, I was never really into stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't... So once I started doing stand-up 11 years ago, that's when I really sort of did, like, a crash, co- a crash course. Mm-hmm. So I got really into Janine Garofalo. Like, I'm so obsessed with her, Margaret Cho. And Wanda Sykes are probably, like, the, the big three for me. Like, I just think they're so brilliant, so funny, so relevant, and I just... I love the work that they do. Yeah, uh, yeah. Janine is amazing. I remember her... I think maybe the first time I even saw her was there was a TV show uh, called The Larry Sanders Show. Yeah, yeah. And she played one of the bookers. Uh-huh. The, and I was like, <laughs> she was so funny. And, mm-hmm. and that was, I was like, wow. And then uh, the great movie career and great stand-up career. Yeah. So that's good to know. And Wanda Sykes just is, is one of the funniest people on the planet. I know. She doesn't stop. Her last special was, like, fantastic. And... She's just so funny and sweet and kind, and she's supportive of like other comics in the game, which I think is, you know, not like that's not always the case. But when you're that big, you're you're worried about like keeping up and like making sure your career is like staying on track. And the fact that she still like recognizes people are coming up, I think, is really great. So you started your stand up career eleven years ago. Yeah. Prior to that, when you're growing up, yeah, um, in Ohio, I believe, mm, Cleveland, right? Cleveland, yeah. Uh, oh, all right. So I've got some friends from Wellington, okay. Lorraine County. Yeah, Lorraine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good, good people there. <laughs> so before that, when growing up in Ohio, your career path was what? You wanted to be what? I wanted to be a serious movie writer. Like, I thought I was going to write movies that are going to win Oscars. Like, just really dramatic stuff. Like, that's like... I I mean, I watched a little bit of comedy, like A Living Color and Seinfeld and stuff, but I was just like, serious movies are where it's at. Like, comedy is, like, not... But you knew you wanted to be in a creative field. Yeah, absolutely. I used to, like, write stories as a little kid, and I remember one of my stories that I wrote for school, which I think I won an award on, which now you'd be like, what? But I had had, had this massive crush on, like, my gym teacher, so I wrote, like, this whole story about, like, how I got, like... I got kidnapped and he like saved me and then we got married and everyone was just like, great story. That's so imaginative. And I'm like, what? I actually saw that on Cinemax. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, no. saw, I saw that movie. I didn't, I didn't see you in the, in the yeah, credits no. of that. <laughs> So then the transformation came to comedy. How? How did that come Yeah, about? so I um, I moved to New York to go to Pratt Institute, and I was studying writing, and, you know, I was, like, writing poetry, short stories, screenplays, just sort of, like, trying to figure it out. And then um, I did improv on campus, and then when I graduated, a friend of mine wanted to take a stand-up class. This was July 2008, and I was like, stand-up isn't a career. Like, yeah. <laughs> this was like, no one makes money from this. Like, hello, Chris Rock and Ellen and all these people. <laughs> they make lots of money. But I was like, that's not a thing. And she just was like, just do it. It's only eight weeks. We'll have fun. And it totally changed my life. I was like, this is what I'm meant to be doing. Like, I just felt it immediately. But yeah. I would imagine, um, so I started, before I got into radio and TV, I, I started a newspaper career mm-hmm. writing. And I still consider myself a writer. That To have that writing skill I think no matter what you do is so important, especially now as a comedian, right? If you can write, you'll always be employed. Absolutely, because there are so many ways, whether it's like blogging or writing on a TV show or writing stand-up, that you, so you learn to sort of like support yourself in a way instead of waiting for someone to be like, cast me in a show because who knows when that's going to happen. Yeah. So it's really good to have that back. So I don't know if, uh, again, you're so young. You're yeah. so young and so talented. <laughs> But uh, have you seen uh, the latest installment of Seinfeld's Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee? It's on my list. Everyone's telling me the Eddie Murphy episode is incredible. Well, normally, I don't know if you've seen him in the past. Yeah, I've seen every other, uh, every episode except for this season. So they're usually like 10 or 12 minutes. Yeah. The Eddie Murphy one is 45 minutes. That's And when I logged on to Netflix, I was like, holy. (laughs) So Eddie, I'm an 80s kid. Yeah. I mean, Eddie owned the 80s. I mean, the stand up, the Mm -hmm. movies, coming to America. I can recite that front and backwards. Um, and it was really interesting because Eddie kind of gave up on stand-up. Yeah. You know, he hit that pinnacle and had the amazing uh, specials on HBO and then kind of shifted into the movies and then doing the family movies. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to spoil it for you because yeah. I want you to But Seinfeld asked him about returning to stand-up. Is it possible, you know, he's been mm-hmm. off the stage for 20-some-odd years and as good as he was... Is that a skill that erodes, or do you think Eddie Murphy, he's Eddie Murphy, he can go up and do the stand-up again? Yeah, I mean, I think he's so iconic and he's so smart, and I think one of the things that was great about his stand-up is that he embodied characters and had, like, a full story. So I feel like while he might not be as tight right away, like, I 
feel like that skill set will come back. So I would I would love to see him live. I would be curious to hear about his life now. I think it's very interesting when you are someone who is so successful, like what do you write about? Like, what is your hour? You can't be like, I'm so rich because like no one can relate to that. But there are so many. <laughs> I'm so rich. Yeah, isn't it great? You know, but Don't I think. you hate when you're jet, you know. <laughs> but I, I mean, sign me up. If Eddie ever says that he's going on tour, oh, yeah. I'm going to go to the audience every, audience every show and check it but, out. But I sure. think the issue might be for someone of his legendary stature. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know as well as anyone, you, you have to get out into the smaller clubs and work mm-hmm. on your stuff. I mean, can he do that at that point? Can he just pop in at the comedy hole and, yeah. and do 10 minutes and work on stuff? I mean, I think it's hard with cell phones now. Everyone would pull the, their phone out, yeah. and so they would kind of ruin his material before it got polished. Yeah. But, I, I mean, I think he could. Like, I know other comics, once once they get into, like, theaters and bigger venues, like Ali Wong has, like, the pouch thing where you put your cell phone in. I did you that, can't Aziz. Be- I, uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I had to do that a couple weeks ago. Yeah, so I think that might be the way that he has to go just so he can get the hour where he yeah. wants it. And then be like, okay, get ready. Watch your Netflix is going to be just amazing. an FYI. There are no cell phone pouches at the punchline, <laughs> so know. people will have their phones. Yeah. Uh, Phoebe Robinson's at the punchline tonight and tomorrow. Tickets online at punchline.com. Can you hang out for two more minutes? Of course. If you don't mind? Yeah, let's right. do it. We'll be right back. Post WSB Carathon, a comedian Phoebe Robinson in studio. This is the Mark Aram Show. Welcome back. Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show. Comedian Phoebe Robinson in studio. She's at the Punchline tonight and tomorrow. Please go see her. She's fabulously talented and funny. Tickets online at punchline.com. Phoebe, we want to follow you. I mean, not in a stalker way, but on a social media way. We know more about you and your stuff. Where can we find you? I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Dope Queen Phoebs. That's P-H-E-E-B-S. That's fantastic. Uh, thank you. I have uh, my book, Everything's Trash, But It's Okay. It's coming out on paperback in the fall. And my stand-up tour, sorry, Harriet Tubman, is touring all over the country and in the U.K. I'm very excited. I'm going to Scotland for the first time wow. next month. I'm very excited. Are you worried that uh, about the, the comedy, the translation across the pond? Are you going to be, not that it's a yeah. different language, but like yeah. different <laughs> sense of humor? I'm excited. Because I think the audiences are just different from what's over here. And I think that they're, um, I think it'll be really fun to see like how my rhythm changes and like what people respond to. So I'm always looking for a challenge. I think it'll be great. That's that's yeah. awesome. I want to go to Scotland now and see. You. Yeah, <laughs> I've never been to Europe, so I'm. Uh, you haven't? No. Oh my gosh! I know, I know. You it's should go sad. to London. London's very fun. My like parents London. just went there to see the Yankees Red Sox series in yeah. London. Wait, they play in London? Yeah, like once a year? Games. No, it's the first time it's ever happened. Oh. So my, my dad's a big Yankees fan. He's from yeah. Brooklyn. He's like, we're going. So they went and had a great time. That's awesome. Sent me back a hat. Yeah. It was nice. <laughs> uh, all right, so give me give me the Instagram handle again. Dope Queen Phoebes. Fantastic. Yeah, P-H-E-E-B-S. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait to see you tomorrow. I'll be at the early show. No right pressure. On. Yeah. No pressure. A local celebrity <laughs> in the audience. Uh, Phoebe Robinson, it's been a pleasure. Let's yeah. do this again soon. <laughs> yes, thank you so much. Thanks, buddy. Uh, news, weather, and traffic next. This is The Mark Aram Show. This is Rosie Perez, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. It's so good. To be born in America, where all men are free. It's so good to be born in America, all the home of the red, the white, and the blue. As we wrap up the Carathon, I know I want to have some fun this weekend, checking out all that's going around in and out of Atlanta. Brittany Tannenbaum from Access Atlanta joins us on the show. What's going on, dear? What's up? You got a little tan. I yes, I do. I was in Hilton Head a few weeks ago, and it's like still staying. It a looks good. Bit. Thanks. All right. So what's going on this weekend so around we've, Atlanta? We've got the Atlanta Ice Cream Festival. This has gone on for a few years now. I believe it's the ninth annual. 
ice cream festival, and uh, it basically offers a ton of ice cream mm-hmm. and snow cones, all different kinds of ice creams, but you can also do lots of activities. So uh, it's kind of showcasing how ice cream can be balanced with uh, with wellness activities and kind of really? a well, a very active lifestyle balance. But ice cream life. is the headline. Right, exactly. So maybe work out or do one of the wellness activities first and then go get your snow cone get or your ice cream. After that. So there's exactly. a thing I posted on my Facebook page this morning. Some survey, BuzzFeed or something said yes. the most popular ice cream in the state of Georgia is strawberry. And I found that very surprising. Interesting. Yeah. What's your go-to ice cream flavor? So I love TCBY. Okay. Okay. That's my favorite. I think maybe just growing up. And they used to have those parfait. I mean, they probably still do. I just don't. I've tried to eliminate, you know, like (laughs) caloric uh, desserts in my later years. But they basically had those parfaits. So you could do, you know, a swirl, swirl, like a chocolate vanilla swirl, and then maybe some Reese's, and then another swirl, and then Like a blizzard at Dairy Queen. Oh, oh, blizzards are also on my top yes. top three too <laughs> okay, as well. Um, but if you are not into ice cream, which I'm not Shame. really sure why you wouldn't Shame. be, but the Atlanta zombie pub crawl, if you prefer drinking alcohol <laughs> and dressing up like a zombie, uh, this could be for you. Um, this is going down on Saturday as well. Uh, Diesel Filling Station is hosting this Atlanta zombie pub crawl and you dress up like a zombie. You go to tons of pubs on North Highland Stretch and there are going to be makeup artists, zombie makeup artists, special guests, food and drink specials, and more tickets for that start at 15 bucks. Beautiful. Yes. And then uh, also Imaginary Worlds, the Alice's Wonderland. Have you been to the Botanical Gardens? I have, yes. Okay. So they basically put up a few different topiary structures of Alice and Alice's Wonderland oh, uh, characters, which is which is kind of cool. And it cool. shouldn't be that hot this weekend. So no, maybe, yesterday yeah. was gorgeous. Oh we sh- we shot a food truck diaries uh, episode, and I wasn't sweating. I, great, I had the right? camera on. It was like I could eat in peace and not smell my own bo. It was <laughs> awesome. Fantastic. Uh, speaking of awesome, you're heading to New York. I am. I'm going to a press junket for. Uh, Brittany runs a marathon. How fitting is that by Amazon Studios? And um, I think I, I just watched the trailer. It was like a Sundance uh, nominated film and it looks awesome. So beautiful. I am going up to NYC just for a quick 24 hours and I'll be back. Excellent. All right. Uh, all things Brittany on WSBTV.com. Access Atlanta. Where can we find them on social media? Brit? At Access ATL on our Instagram. I'm at Brit Elise. And uh, yeah, our things to do on WSBTV.com is always up there. Have a safe trip, buddy. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, joining us down the Mark Aram Show, an actor that came into my life in uh, the early to mid-90s in a very surprising way, and he stayed with me all these years from the legendary Clerks, Jay and Silent Bob, Jason Muse. Jason, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you, sir? I'm very good. I'm very good, and thank you. Clerks came out of nowhere, uh, this little indie black and white film, and I was in college, it came out, and we just gravitated toward it. We, we recognized the characters, uh, a really uh, landmark movie in, in my uh, young adulthood. How did you wind up in that movie, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, Kevin and I, uh, we, grew, we grew up in the same town, and we went to high school together. Uh, we didn't really hang out. He was four years older than I was, so we didn't hang out in high school, but we knew who each other was because a small town, like literally there was like, our school was seventh grade to 12th grade. And there was literally about 370 kids in the school. Um, so you sort of knew everybody, even if you didn't know them and friends with them, you knew who they were. Um, and when I graduated, when he graduated, he started working at a community center in our town. And I used to go there at the school because there was foosball, pool, they had snacks board games and that's where like you sort of hung out until your family mom parent you know your mom grandma parents whoever you live with would get home from work so i used to go down there and him brian johnson and walt flanagan from comic book men would all they all work there and they used to sit and talk about comics and and that's sort of how i weaseled my way in and then i started helping him at the quick stop he left the community center started working the quick stop where clerks were shot and I used to go on Sundays and help him put the Sunday newspaper together. And it, I was the only one that would do it because you had to get up at like 5.30 in sure, the morning sure, yeah. to go do this. <laughs> and Walt and Brian would be like, we're not getting up that early just to go help you with papers. Um, and, and after we got to, you know, we'd hang out every Sunday. Um, and then we'd start hanging out even more, talking about comics. Anyway, long story short, 
he wind up being like, your sense of humor is weird. You have a weird sense of humor. I wonder if only me, Brian, Walt think you're funny. Or is it just Jersey that thinks you're, like, have a weird sense of humor and get your weirdness? Or will others, other people, someone should put you in a movie? And th- then cut to him writing a script going, hey, I'm writing a movie. I'm going to put you in a movie. And, they're, he's, and he based Jay off of me, off of the person, the kid he had known from the age of, uh, you know, I think I was 13 or 14 when we started hanging out. For, let's say, 14 up to 17 when we shot the movie. That's things I said, did, the way I acted. He wrote a character based on that, and that was Jay. That's amazing. So you film in this movie. Uh, what did you think? Did you think this was, you know, anyone was ever going to see this thing? What were your thoughts going into that? Back then, though, there was literally the VHS shoulder camera was the only affordable camera, and then or, and or you could rent a movie camera. So, like, when he was like, I'm going to make a movie, I was like, yeah, sure, whatever, bro. And then we actually <laughs> shot the movie, and even after when we were done, I, I started putting roofs on house. I graduated high school. I got a job roofing. Um, and with my, one of my other buddies and I was roofing and we made the, we shot the movie and he had to go edit it, put music in it. Then he went to Sundance and went to the film festival. I went back to my, I just went back to roofing and didn't think anything on, like I literally didn't think anything of it. He, I just thought like when he was done with the cut, he showed it to all of us in the video store, RST video. Actually, we all sat down, watched it on the steam back, like this little steam back. Um, and I really thought, like, oh, cool, that really turned out cool, and that was it. I didn't think anything of it. And then he's like, hey, it got sold. We went to Sundance, and Miramax bought the movie. Oh, my goodness. And I was like, oh, he's like, it's going to be in theaters. And I don't remember how many, but it'll be in a few theaters. And I still was, like, cool and went back to roofing. (laughs) Didn't think anything of it. It wasn't until um, things started pre-production for Mallrats. He wrote Mallrats. Um, and he started gearing up with Universal to go to Minnesota and all that. And then that's when it, when he's like, hey, I wrote the characters again in, in Mallrats, and I really want you to do it. And, and uh, I had to go audition even for that movie um, in California, and that was the first time I ever went out to California. <clears throat> Excuse me. It was the first time I ever left New Jersey, really. Wow. I'd been to New York a couple times on the train, but I never left Jersey, or, and I'd been to New York twice. Um, and all of a sudden, I'm, they're flying me out to California for auditions um, and put me up in a hotel. And I remember it was so surreal even then because I just remember, like, California to me was what I saw in Beverly Hills Cop or 90210, <laughs> like palm trees and sunshine and girls in bikinis. And, <laughs> you know, it's like, so it was so surreal and amazing. But, yeah. Unbelievable story. So, so that's... No, I didn't, think, I didn't think anything of it. No doubt. That, that was the birth of uh, Jay and Silent and Bob. And now we've got the Reboot Roadshow coming to Atlanta. You'll be here uh, November 16th at Center Stage. Uh, tell us about uh, the, the Roadshow tour. Yeah, so, man, I'm super stoked. You know, it's like we're going to be touring around. with. We're going to get to sit down, watch the movie with everybody. And I always think that's fun because it's really awesome. Like, you know, I've, I've watched the movie with Kevin... Um, and you watch it with, I've watched it with my wife. My wife, Jordan Monsanto, is a producer on the movie. Her and Kevin, she's been running Kevin's company. It's their company, actually, Smodco, for years. Um, so she produced the movie and all that. But my point is I've watched it with people that were there while we were shooting the movie. Um, it'll be really awesome to sit with an audience and, and listen and watch them, um, you know, watch the movie for the first time. And it's always fun afterwards to get up and hear the questions and hear the comments and listen to what people have to say. So I'm really excited. It'll be fun. It's going to be a lot of traveling, a lot of different cities, but it's going to be amazing. I'm excited. And I do want to mention, um, if anyone hears this uh, soon um, and goes right to the ticket place to get tickets, it is sold out right now in Atlanta, but, but they are working on getting another show. Oh, very cool. So, don't, yeah, so if anyone goes there now and says, oh, my gosh, it's sold out, check back, because they are looking at getting it uh, another another show put on the book. Gotcha. So. I just want to say the, the movie is your directorial debut, Madness and Method, in theaters and on demand, beginning August 2nd in 2019, uh, just coming up. Jason, uh, it's, been, it's been real fun talking to you, man. I've been a fan of yours since 94, uh, since and uh, hopefully we'll see you down in Atlanta. 
I appreciate it very much, Guy. Uh, and you have a great day, and I'll see you in Atlanta. All right, thanks to Jason Mewes. Deb Green, were you too young when Clerks came out? Jay and Silent Bob? I mean, I've obviously seen those movies yeah. and uh, Mall Rats and all that. Yeah, yeah love those well, films. Guy just fell into an amazing career. I know, right? I mean, just unbelievable. And one of the uh, classic characters of the 90s uh, was his character in Clerks. And then Absolutely. expanded to Mall Rats and Jay and Silent Bob. Uh, intern Jake, you're about to do the sports. Uh, before we get to your sportscast, uh, Jay and Silent Bob, Clerks, are you familiar with those movies at all? I'm not a big movie guy, unfortunately. You don't unfortunately, like movie so or kids. I like movies. I'm and he just, likes I just don't love old movies. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right, I, I shouldn't let him do the sports segment. I wouldn't. But, uh, but here he is, intern Jake, with the latest in the world of sports. Not much on the national docket as we slog through one of the slowest sports weeks of the year. The Braves had a much-needed off day yesterday after a tough two-game home sweep at the hands of the Royals, who currently have the fourth worst record in baseball. Atlanta will be back in action tonight, kicking off a huge weekend series in Philadelphia against the Phillies, as the rival Nationals have cut the Braves' NL East lead down to just four games as we approach the trade deadline. All right, thanks, Jake. We'll be right back. Hang tight. It's the Friday edition of The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back. Final segment of the Mark Aram Show. Again, kudos to all of you that have donated to the 19th annual WSB Carathon, a whopping over $1.7 million raised. You guys came through again. We can't thank you enough on behalf of myself, Scott Slade, Eric Von Hessler, Clark Howard, um, everyone else that that, uh, really did their best to try to get this thing off the ground. Ashley Frasco is the brains behind the scenes. She's amazing. The whole traffic team, all the volunteers in the call center, just great stuff held in uh, Children's Healthcare of Atlanta. $1.7 million. You can still donate online at wsbradio.com or call 1-888-750-2772. That's 888-750-2772. Let's see that number grow even larger over the weekend. Uh, We got to get out of here, Longoria. Let us do star of the show. Are you guys ready for the Mark Aram star of the show? Uh, well, it's certainly not Longoria Deb Green, right? Like those crackers. I mean, those crackers. Like crackers? That's yeah. It. yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, that means Jake's out too because he likes them. Jake's yeah. out. Um, you know what? Um, I'm going to give it to. I'm going to. I'm going to be a gentleman and give it to the WSB radio listeners, the listeners, everyone that donated to the WSB Carathon. You, my friends, are the stars of the show. Uh, we'll continue the conversation over the weekend. Longora beaten cheese and peanut butter crackers, but I'll be on Twitter and Instagram. It's at Mark Aram, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M, or Facebook, Mark Aram, W-S-B. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the all-sweet Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.